Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create. Nothing's promised, so I'm awake. What's up, family? It's the Playmaker Podcast, the Vince Carter edition, episode 15. And we back after a, a week off. Um, I went on vacation, and Keita didn't feel comfortable, you know, without yeah, the, with I, the sidekick. You know, didn't feel comfortable, like Steph Curry didn't feel comfortable without Clay. That's exactly how I felt. Oh, yeah, I like that. Welcome back, Bridge. It's Nikita Marl Thomas, but guys, I hope you uh, were disappointed, but uh, Reg is back, I'm back, and it's going to be a great episode. I'm back, I got a little tan, you know, a little dark. International Reg in the building, don't disrespect my bro, it's international. But yeah, uh, since we've been off... Uh, it's been a lot going on in the NBA. Yes. So, I don't know where you want to start. I guess we can start with AD. Yeah. Did we talk about Briefly, because that happened before you left. Yeah, so AD, and then everything else that went on with the Lakers. And then we got Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi wasn't kind of a shock. Oh, yeah. Kyrie and KD. It's just a lot. So, we'll cover it. But first, let's talk about AD and the Lakers and what they did. So, how you feel about the Lakers? Um, I felt like I didn't think they had a chance to get Kawhi, honestly, in my opinion. I just thought the type of player Kawhi was, he wasn't going to join that type of superstar. I'm not necessarily saying he wouldn't join a superstar, but I just thought that – I just thought it wouldn't have been a fit um, for Kawhi. I think he's a great player. He can we – we saw him lead a team to the finals by himself. So I didn't necessarily think he needed to join LeBron. I more so thought LeBron needed him to join him, if that makes any sense. So um, I'm, I like the move. Um, as you guys know, I was an OKC fan, um, and Paul George just left us. Mm. <laughs> Are you an OKC? Who you like now? Uh, I don't know. No comment. <laughs> Paul George and Russ not there anymore. This is I don't know what to do because it's like... <laughs> I chose to be an OKC fan because I didn't want to be a bandwagon fan and nobody else, right? So I'm at work. Everybody's saying, like, all right, you can't be a bandwagon fan. Who are you going to roll with? I'm like, all right, OKC. This is before Paul George said he was going to stay, before they gave him the money and stuff. So I'm thinking I'm good. Paul George had to, they had to party or whatever. He said, hey, this is, he going to stay with us. He going to rock with us. He going to roll with us. And he rolled with us, all right, right out the door. <laughs> so... It's tough. I don't have a team right now. If you guys can let me know what way I can go. I know I can't join. LA. I don't think I can. Okay. Because I, I don't want to be a bandwagon. So, I probably have to be a Knicks fan, bro. Knicks fan? I just probably got to go. 
that bad. I don't know what to do because I'm like, if I join anybody else, they're gonna be like, here you a bandwagon. So yeah, um, stand by on my team. I agree with the Kawhi thing. I didn't see like him recruiting anybody, but apparently he recruited Paul George. He got on the yeah. phone. He had dinner with him, um, and he basically was like, he, I want you to be on. I want you to team up with me. And um, that's when everything changed. And Paul George went to Sam Presti, the owner of uh, OKC, and basically it was like, I, I want to get traded. And once he said that, the NBA, let me go back. The NBA is good, and the owners are good on, like, doing what the players want, which I think is pretty good because the NFL, on the other hand, they don't. They don't treat the players well at all. That's why a lot of players are holding out, like Antonio Brown did, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. This year, Melvin Gordon on the Chargers. But we'll talk about football when it gets closer. Um, but he, they, they, they. If they want, a player wants to get traded, more often than not, they they'll trade them yeah, as long as they can get something good in return. Yeah. And the Thunder got a lot of picks, um, a lot of draft picks. It was like a record. Mm-hmm. Amount of draft picks, yeah, uh, for Paul George and going with that, they just traded Russell Westbrook for uh, Chris Paul, which they're probably going to trade Chris Paul too because he doesn't want to be there. But you're an OKC fan. What do you think about that tra- that trade, uh, Russ for Chris Paul? I honestly don't see. I don't see the the Rockets getting much better. I think I thought they were like. Third or fourth in the West. I still think they're third or fourth in the West with Russ. Um, I think the Rockets were, what, number one or two in three-point percentage or sh- how many threes they sh- shot. Mm-hmm. Russ is probably one of the worst three-point shooters in the NBA. So I'm like, so you bring a player in that on paper doesn't fit your system. I'm just confused. Is Russ going to change something about his game? Is Harden going to change something about his game? Because both of these two players, when they don't have the ball in their hand, they just stand around the perimeter. They don't do anything else. They don't cut to the basket. I think their stats is like 1% out of 100% of the time. If they don't have the ball, they're just standing there. They're not cutting to the basket. They're not setting any screens. They're not doing anything else if they don't have the ball in their hand. So you have two guys that need the ball in their hand, uh, don't move on the floor when they don't have the ball in their hand. You have one guy that really doesn't defend very well, but he, he played very decent defense last year in James Harden. Um, Russ probably had one of his better defensive years last year. I don't see the fit. Um, I do see um, what people could say is Dan Tony's system could fit a Russell Westbrook because he's a lot younger. Um, he plays at a faster pace, so yeah. And Russ has um, shooters around him, so it's going to be very interesting. I don't know what Dan Tony, um system is. I just think they, they didn't lose anything or gain anything, in my opinion. You've got a younger point guard as needs the ball in his hand. Um, can't his mid range is, is decent, but the three point shot is with something that the Rockets shoot a lot and Russ shot what twenty nine percent last year, so it's just it's not it. Yeah, and um I don't see how it will work. A couple episodes we got ago we was like well I was like they gotta blow it up and I didn't really see Chris Paul getting traded. Um no, I thought it was man. gonna be like the other people like Capella PJ, Eric Gordon, yeah. Yeah. but I didn't see Chris Paul because not because of his contract mainly. Um, but that surprised me a lot. I thought Miami would get Russell Westbrook, um, but I don't. 
unless they like really Jeez. talk about it and sit down with Russ and James Harden and Mike D'Antoni and talk about a game plan how they're going to work well together or work together yeah. um, because they both are ball dominant like yes. you said uh, um, Russ was number one in usage for each uh, James Harden was number two so I just <laughs> so that's that's a little crazy I, yes. I don't see I don't see I, it working this. but yeah. I'm I'm very excited for this upcoming NBA season I can't lie um but I also just saw like the Rockers are looking at trying to get Kevin Love what do you think if they get Kevin Love would that make them any better I like the Kevin Love move. Doesn't make them. It just keeps them. It's the same to me. Okay. I do like the move though. Kevin Love will get you about 15, 16. He can he can rebound very well. Um, he can shoot the three very well, and he'll be in a role that he's probably very familiar with in his years of playing with LeBron, being on the perimeter, shooting threes. Um, this system will fit Kevin Love more. I think it'll be a good fit. Um, defensively, it'll be some issues, just like it'll be. Um, if, if Kevin Love went anywhere on the team that's a contender, the defensive issues would be a problem. But <clears throat> it's just, I don't know. It's because I just, I honestly think the Rockets did this just to uh, try to sell their fan base, like, we'll do anything to yeah. just, like, keep you guys. It's like a Hail Mary. And I said this, and I was watching one of the shows on um, FS1, and one of the commentators said the same thing. I was thinking, I'm like, this doesn't seem like a Hail Mary. Like, it don't seem like... It just seemed like, all right, we're just going to grab any superstar. They did it when he did it with the White. They did it when he did it with uh, Chris Paul and, and um, Carmelo. We're just going to grab any superstar to just try to keep James Harden happy. But you have to understand that the reason why it's not working is because these guys don't fit D'Antoni's system. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and their owner, I think, like you said, it's a Hail Mary. It's a... Now, if it works, it's going to look like a genius. Oh, yeah, but if it doesn't, I think he knows... Or has an idea that he may be fired if they don't get something done this year, because he's he's been making trades. He's been he's been saying like we're I only make uh, moves off season moves based on what the Warriors do. Now the Warriors are, are out the picture, but you, now you got the Clippers, the Lakers, correct? Who they I don't think are better than on paper right now. Um, so it's just I think they're gonna fall in the same predicament that they've been in where they. Maybe get to the second round, maybe do a Western Conference Finals and lose, and it's, it's just that's a failure for them because when you're that when you're that those type of teams, the Lakers, Clippers, uh, Rockets, Golden what, State, Golden State, I still put them in there. Um, yeah. Those type of teams, you you the expect championship or bust. Yeah. So I think of, yeah 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 I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent It's very interesting. Um, yeah, I just think this was just like we have to do something. To uh, just, I don't know how this fits. Honestly, <clears throat> Russ is a good is a good player. Don't get me wrong, MVP, uh, the triple doubles, but I don't see his game fitting with this system because is 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 um, Harden going to start being a perimeter guy? You know, is he going to start just being on the perimeter and Russ going to be the point guard or? Um, is Russ going to be a, sh- a knockdown three-point shooter after he shot under three? They got to change you know something. Like, I don't, something has to change. I don't see it fitting. Now, do I like? Do I love to see it and love it on paper? It's cool. After I seen excited, I was excited at first. Like, wow. Because I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan. And I know all the stats. Mm-hmm. I know everything else, guys. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. He shot 65% from the free throw line. I know. I know. The three-point the shooting. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, <laughs> the shot selection. Uh-huh. I get it. That's still my guy. 
Um, didn't think this was the fit for him. Really would have liked him with uh, Blake Griffin in Detroit. Mm. Um, not necessarily would have liked him in Miami with Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler wants to be his own man, wants his own team. Don't necessarily think he's concerned about winning the championship because he just left the Sixers who was going to offer him a max deal. He wants to be the guy, 20, 30 points a game, really not concerned about winning. So yeah, I, don't I, think think he, that, I don't think that's if they would have been a fit for Westbrook because I think at this time in Westbrook's career, he wants to win. He wants to win at a high level. Um, Jimmy, that move to Miami. I think that was a weather move. I think it was a weather move, career move, <laughs> life move. Because I'm, I, I thought Jimmy was a guy that wants to win, you know, but it, it just it, it threw me off. Like, so you go to Miami, nothing against Miami. They just haven't been in that type of realm in a very, very long time. But so you got a guy that wants to be the guy, okay, and you'll be the guy in the eighth, seventh seed, maybe in the in the, in the East. Yeah, some some players, they say they want to win, but when you have a bunch of players who, not necessarily need the ball, but like are scores as well, like mm-hmm. Tobias Harris, like Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. like that's really it. Because Ben doesn't really look to score; he just he wants to pass the ball. Correct. So, but Jimmy Butler was sometimes the second option, sometimes the third. Given, but when he was in a playoff, he was, night, it was, it he was, was the go to guy. Yeah. yeah. So but I don't get it. I think he wants to be the go to guy all the time. Yes, like, and I, I want to be the first did. option. I agree with you. And honestly, he he can be because he's that great of a player. But you got Joel and B. You, you they throwing it in the post first. Yeah. That's their first option. But I think Jimmy was premature in his decision because <clears throat> you didn't even give. I thought that. It could work if you could really. I, some guys want to be the veteran that, that helps guys come along, and then some guys want to be like, "Nah, I'm good. I want to do me." And I feel like if Jimmy would have stuck it out with the Sixers, veteran guy, leadership, the y'all was right there, one bounce away. You don't know what could have happened, and right. let's run it back. But like you say, sometimes you got to make decisions for yourself. And I'm telling you, at this at this moment in Jimmy's life, he wants to be the number one guy. He wants to be LeBron James of a franchise. I don't know why he wants to be it so late in his career. But he wants to be that guy, and he got an opportunity. He won't win, and I I give it a I don't I don't think he's staying. Miami's going to be long because he's he, he's that type of player that if he's unhappy, he wants to run away. Don't really want to solve the problems mm-hmm. that happens, you know. But none of these guys get any backlash from multiple teams they've been on. But LeBron, they was who three teams? <laughs> he been on three teams in what sixteen years? Yeah. These guys, Jimmy on his third really, team. Really, two teams. Two teams, right? Because he went back to the Cavs. These guys is going no, to multiple saying. different teams. Yeah. And it's, it's They get fun. nothing, yes. Yeah. But the reason, I feel like nobody's going to say this, and I'm not a LeBron, I'm a LeBron fan. I love his game. I love what he does in the community. I'm a Kobe fan, so everybody know that. But the reason why these guys can do this, just teaming up and nobody really bashing them, is because LeBron did it. And he took all the backlash for it. Now it's like cool. Now it's the join up. You could join, no problem. Nobody's bashing Kawhi's legacy for joining up with Paul George, or vice versa. Nobody's bashing AD for joining LeBron, and nobody's bashing uh, Chris Paul or or Westbrook for wanting to leave their teams. Kyrie or Kyrie or none of these guys. But you gotta remember, Kyrie said it. He was gonna stay with the Celtics, <laughs> and then Paul George said it. You can't take people word for anything at this point anymore. And that's not a <clears throat> that's not a knock on anybody because you have you have the will to change your mind. But I'm a person that if I give you my word, you really have my word. Like, you really, really have my word. And I'm not the type of person, if I know I'm going to change my mind, I'm not going to give you my word. 
I honestly could see if I, if somebody asked me to do something, I'm like, I'm going to get back to you. Because if I'm not 100% sure, I don't even want to tell you I'm going to do it and then have to renege on it. That's just the type of person I am. But it's not like that now. And you wonder why these players and these and these owners, sometimes you'd be like, oh, bet. They letting these guys go. Well, yeah, you got to let them go. Because what you want to disrupt to a star the whole season and say he going to threaten to sit out? Or you just never know what way these superstars are going to go. It's going to be a very interesting NBA season. I'm excited about it. But it's just – it's. It's weird, like it's very different. Like, let's let's go back to my Lakers real quick. Oh, them your Lakers. My, you know, I like LeBron, so whatever team you're on, that's my team. Oh, excuse me. Okay, no problem. So, AD, LeBron. I like Kuzma. I'm glad they didn't trade him. I like him. Quinn Cook. Um, Quinn Cook. Like Danny Green. I think we spent too much money on him. I, I'm so? gonna keep saying we, but um, what is it? I, I is think thirty million. Yeah, fifteen million a year. I don't. He's yeah. he's good. Maybe that's the the rings that up his price. Um, but I don't Avery think Bradley he's, like that. I I do like that Avery Bradley. Rondo coming up. back. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that <laughs> honestly. Um, because we got Quinn Cook Boogie is a steal. I think that was a steal. You guys heard it here first, and I I want y'all to run this episode back. Boogie mm-hmm. will average twenty five and ten. Twenty five and ten. Yep, he's gonna average twenty. All right, not maybe not twenty five, but he's gonna average twenty and ten for the league. Twenty and ten. Yes, he will. And this is gonna be a comeback year for Boogie. He joined a person that can help you put yourself in the right position to come back. You gotta remember, LeBron James is the same player that got Daniel Booby Gibson a big big contract. Go ahead and Google how much money LeBron <laughs> got that man for being in the corner shooting threes. So you heard it here first. Boogie will have a redemption season. He probably will be comeback player of the year. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for Boogie to get this opportunity on this stage. I know people sleeping on him. Okay. I agree. I'm I agree. Because I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about this for Boogie. Because I don't know if you saw it. I'm sorry for cutting you up. You good. He he lost. It looked like he lost a bunch of weight. Already. Yeah, they say he lost like 15 pounds. He looks good. Um, it's going to be a real comeback year for Boogie Cousins. I'm telling you guys. This was a steal for the Lakers. He's in the he's in the right organization for big men. They're known for big men. He may not stay the duration of his career, but this year is going to be big for him. He's going to get some money. He may not get the money he deserved before the injuries, but he'll be back in that realm of getting the money because this is this is the perfect opportunity for him. You playing with one of the greatest players of all time. You're in one of the best meccas of the basketball besides the garden besides Madison Square Garden. Um, it's just, it's just what it is. So Boogie, I think, like you said, it's a steal for the Lakers and it's going to be very, very interesting to see how all that plays about. The only issue I do have with the Lakers is the age. Um, a little bit older, you know, a little bit older, um, Avery Bradley. These guys are not as young as they were during their stint, um, his stint in Boston or his stint when he was with Detroit, was he with Avery Bradley? Yeah. Yeah. Last team was... Detroit and then Memphis as and well. And Memphis, yeah. So, but they're still good defenders in this league. So, I do like the pickups because it was it was definitely some of my concern uh, defensively with this team. But overall, I'd, I'd like to pick up a boogie. That's probably my favorite pickup. But him and Quinn Cook, I like Quinn Cook a lot. Yeah, and I I just hope Quinn Cook gets enough time on the court and not just those quote unquote garbage minutes because. When they picked up Rondo again, like re-signed him, I'm like, oh boy, he might take Quinn Cook minutes. Or I think it'd be more so a mentoring thing. But I, 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 I would hope so. But be, but Rondo is Rondo want to play? Never, not, yeah, he he wants to play. That's hard to really say. Um, Quinn Cook played. If you guys go back to the finals run, 
He played very well. He shot the three very well. Um, he's a really solid NBA player. You know? oh, yeah. So I'm very excited for him to get this opportunity. And like Brett said, we really, really, really hope he gets the point down that he deserves. Um, he, he, he was an impact player on that Warriors team this year in the finals. He played some really, really good minutes, made some big shots. In the, in the, I can't remember what game it was, uh, but he hit a three and had a, like a little run going before Clay got hurt. So a big, nice pickup for the Lakers. Um, it's going to be lit in the Staples Center. Like, it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. For them and the Clippers, it's going to be nuts. And I already couldn't afford a Lakers team. I already <laughs> know I can't. If you, anybody out there that want to send an up-and-coming podcast crew to a Laker game, you're more than welcome to slide in our DMs. We're not asking for floor seats. But if you prefer <laughs> us to sit on the floor, all donations are welcome to get the Playmaker podcast to the Staples Center. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we would... Truly appreciate yes, that. Um, we don't expect it because we don't want to be disappointed if we expect something. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, if, if we yeah. give our 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 cash app names out and yeah, yeah. money happen to just appear, I mean, we're gonna say thank you. Yes, we're gonna to whoever it is. Thank you. Yes, and we want if you do that, we want you on the show. We want we want to give you <laughs> anything you need as far as the playmaker podcast goes and yeah. what we can afford because you already know we can't afford those floor seat tickets but we can afford some things like t-shirts merchandise you mm-hmm. know things we want to do in the community oh, but yeah. let's get off the lakers because okay we're going to talk about the lakers all day what do you want to talk about so they're saying that kevin durant didn't even meet up with the nets he just made the decision they found out like we found out i saw that and i was a little surprised and that's just that's like having a job interview. That's like they're like, oh, no interview needed. You want the job? To show up on yeah, show, show up, up and that's yeah, you, your job. first day. I think that's that has so much to do with the teaming up aspect that goes on nowadays because Kyrie signed, and then I'm sure they had a meet, meetings all along, and he was probably like, I want you to play with me. And mm-hmm. um, KD, he he knew he wanted to leave the Warriors. Correct. And yeah. it was either the uh, the Knicks, not the really Knicks. the Knicks, but oh yeah, it probably the just, Nets. Yeah, it yeah. had to be just the Nets. So that's probably why he didn't even have to have a, a a interview or whatever. Yeah, interview with the the Nets because he already knew where he wanted to go. Once Kyrie signed, he had to talk to the Warriors where they did the sign and trade. Correct. And I also saw that he made the he like kind of made the Warriors add a draft pick because he didn't want it to be like a one-on-one trade like Russell for K- KD. They, he wanted them to add something else. I don't know why he wanted to do well, that. You just think when his name linked with him, like no, I just think he thinks he's worth more than just that straight up trade. Like okay, I'm sir, way better than yeah, Russell. Yeah, you, you are, but you want to leave, so yeah. But he he made him give up a pick, which is I I don't know what round or what year because it's you can trade a 2026 pick. I don't even know how that <laughs> worked, but. <It's> crazy. <laughs> But um, yeah, I just that was crazy when I saw that that he didn't even interview with him and the dude, the owner found out how we found out like that's that's, that's a little crazy. That's real abnormal, but that's KD like he's up and down, he's hot and cold. You just never know, you know. And that's a tough decision to make. You got to be careful. You got to be mindful of making decisions like that because you just never know. Like you, it's not when you get a new job, you're not just worried about the pay. Well, you are number one. Let's be clear, but. <laughs> It's the working environment for your mental and your and your 
and your, your spiritual, like, does mm-hmm. this place fit me? Can I come here and work every day? Um, the cost of living, do I want to live out here? Do my, can my family come and live out here with me? Is it financially good for me to bring everybody out here? All my businesses, and et cetera, et cetera. And you just say, I'm just going to go. Blindly? I don't know. It's, it's really abnormal, but him and Kyrie is going to be interesting. Um, you know, Kevin Durant coming off a... Uh, Injury, yeah, we gotta wait know? for that duo for a and whole then season. What are the Nets? Are, what are the Nets gonna do with Kyrie? You just gonna do what the OKC did to Westbrook, just like all right, just go ham, and then possibly he get injured or he, get, you know. So it's like, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna go back. I didn't even want them. I wanted them to keep. The, I wanted the Nets to keep the team they had because I'm a b- big believer on. But it's it's a business, so I know yeah. that. But. I, they were up and coming. They made the playoffs with yeah. a young, basically a young core group. It's just not the NBA no more like that, right? And you you would think, like, let's get everybody back. But once star, stars, the star power is always going to overpower anything. Correct. So they got Kyrie. I'm just, I'm intrigued to see how it works out because Kyrie, he's kind of ball dominant and he looks to score first. Like, mm-hmm. And D- D'Angelo Russell was the same way, but... I think he looked for his teammates a little more than Kyrie does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just... This would be a test of Kyrie. We'll be able yeah, to see his leadership really now. You went the leadership. Now you're in another position to lead. You know? So it's, it's, these trades have been very interesting. The amount of money these players are getting. It's hard for me to say who got overpaid. Because I don't like to count nobody money. Mm-hmm. But to, to buy his five-year $180 million, that kind of threw me off a little bit. That's a lot of money. Danny Green, like we said, I think he got overpaid. Danny Green. It's so it's so five years one hundred seventy eight million. Chris Middleton. <laughs> D'Angelo one seventeen. Al Horford one oh nine. What you think about Al that pickup? Thirty three years six, old. What you think about that? It's though? a good pickup, but you giving Al Horford a thirty three year old veteran <laughs> guy a hundred and nine million dollars? Really? No knock on, on Horford. I'm just saying, like, this mm-hmm. is where the NBA has gone. Five years ago, we would never be saying, Oh yeah. A veteran guy like Al Horford in his late 30s is getting $109 million. We would laugh, but this is where the NBA is now. Like I said, I'm not saying these players are getting on pay. It's just, it's a decent, it's a lot of money for these guys that are in the later parts of their career like Al Horford, but he's a, he's a dope pickup. Um, he's a really good pickup. So, you know, it's, it's going to be dope to see the dynamic of the NBA. You know, you got to remember that Porzingis is coming back from injury. and mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of different things that's going to happen, you know. These young players got a year under their belt. Built, so they're only going to get better, you know. So it's going to be very, very interesting. But these trades have been crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm happy about it. It's, it's a fair playing field for the top teams that we talk about. Yeah, there's no time. clear favor on who's going to win this year. And you I have think, a couple teams that's top tier, and then, but they're not like guarantees like the yeah. Warriors have been for the past four or five, five years. years. Correct. So I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see this this NBA season, and is a couple. Uh, like not big names, but free agents that haven't been signed yet. They're a little older, but they haven't been signed yet. Like Jamal Crawford, who I think he still can score with the best. He can of still them. score, but he just does he, he doesn't wanna, fit. Uh, he doesn't fit a contender. Team. No, um, no. My, I'm always going to add my boy Melo. Sorry, I had to. Oh gosh! I wish you guys saw the face Keita just made. He got other things. <laughs> he got other things going on besides getting back in basketball. No, <laughs> we ain't even gonna get into that. Lala said she having a hot girl summer. Yeah, I saw that video. Nah, I wonder where Melo was at. <laughs> you yeah. talking about Brian? 
The Jordan crying face ain't enough for your wife to say she having a hot girl summer or an insinuate that she having a hot girl summer on the mic saying F N words and stuff. Oh gosh, it was amazing. Because Melo was doing so well, I thought like he, he, got, he was on he, a business trip. No one, not, it, it just wasn't a good look. I don't know why. <laughs> And I don't, I don't know, even. As soon as you the see video that, like, it made it even left. worse. Like the media, the, the, the video made it worse. Like <laughs> you don't know these people. Like they private people, and you putting them on. Like what? And Where Mello, are the other people at? Mello, so the other people. In Mello's defense, some of the research I've been doing, the lady in the in the picture or in the video, wherever she is married, but nobody could find no other information about her. But you're a man that's been in a lot of different sticky stuff. As soon as you've seen that woman sitting there by herself, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, it has to be other people There's around. There's no chairs around? You it has to be other chair? people around. Because you know TMZ and all them type people mm-hmm. are paparazzi. They're everywhere. You don't even know. Like, you don't know. He on a whole yacht. Like, <laughs> and they still get the picture. Right? He said it's a business trip. I didn't see nobody else. Mello, good night. Back to the NBA topic, though. No. I just hope my boy get picked up, though. I know his mind somewhere else, probably, but... Baby, is a big rich town. <laughs> <laughs> I just come from the club. Uh, Lala's I can't wait to see Tower. Like, first, they having, like, a live thing in, like, New York. 50 performing. I think they showing it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to look into it, because it's going to be lit. Yeah, let me know what that's looking like. But I love power though. I'm glad yeah. it's ending though. I ain't wanted to get too, you know, too corny. Is it ending? Because I saw a Fifty Cent post on his on his Instagram. Fifty crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm ending. Fifty show. Fifty got so many show. shows. He got another show. I just seen a preview of it. Look pretty good. I watch a lot of. I don't watch that much TV, but I do watch like two shows. Yeah, I, lately I've been on Netflix. Just I, I watch the watching? Rain. It's called The Rain, where this kid like. Is immune to a disease his dad put in the world. Oh, that's, that's and it, it, it's get crazy. So check it out, everybody. Check that out. Um, something called Society. I also just finished on Netflix. Pretty good. So yeah, I just watched some random shows that's on Netflix. Heavy. I watch Queen Sugar on Oprah Network. Shout out to my auntie. Wait, never mind. Oh, don't uh, never mind. <laughs> they don't like to be called auntie. Shout out to Oprah Winfrey, but I don't feel comfortable just calling her Oprah Winfrey. So what should you just say, Miss Oprah Winfrey? Like, why wouldn't you want to be called auntie? Maybe just Oprah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> the artist form. It's like, nah. But yeah, I watch Queen Sugar on Oprah Network. I also watch another show called Ambitious on Oprah Network. Uh, Queen Sugar. This is season four. Awesome show about a family, a farm, and a lot of other dysfunctional things. So you guys want to check that out. Um, enough with the free promo for Oprah Network, though. Um, yeah, so like me and Reg were saying, very interesting NBA season. Um, funny, funny story. I did record a whole episode by myself. Didn't like it. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't like it at all. Didn't know what to talk about was in a free agency because it's like you piggyback off a, a host and a co-host. So I'm, I didn't even talk about that much because I'm like, it's just too much, too much to talk about, you know? And I talked about, what else I talk about? Oh, the girls doing the stuff with the fruit, the vegetables and stuff. I went ham on that. <laughs> I, I, I went ham cause come on now. I might need that little clip if you still yeah, got it. I do. I have it on my laptop. I went okay. ham. 
Because I was just, I think I went here for like 10 minutes. Post it on our page, get some discussion going. Yeah, I think I might just give, snap, or post grab it on your snippet. page. Yeah, yeah, I think I might grab that snippet because I don't want to get into that right now. But I went uh-huh. here because I was just like, <laughs> I want to show y'all moms this stuff. And mm. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, but <laughs> shout out to those people, those one person podcasters who are able to. Y'all got it. Like, talk y'all really got basically it. Basically to yourself, but it's. <laughs> Obviously, people are going to listen to mm-hmm. it when they when you release it, but just talking to yourself yeah. in a room or wherever you are, a studio, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just, to us, it's 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 not the same. It's a little weird to me, yeah. um, and it's just, I think it's a, a, a different type of talent you need to have yes. to be able to talk to yourself and converse with yourself about multiple topics. Correct. And, not, it's and just, be on, it's stay crazy. on track. It's yeah. crazy. I listen to it. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and one of my favorite podcasts is Jay Shetty, The Purpose. Um, and he does that by, he does an episode by himself, and then he does an episode when he interviews people. So mm-hmm. he's awesome. He got it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he used to be a monk and all that. He talks about a lot of different things, and he can do that. You don't even know he really talking about something. It's really like y'all talking to each other. Like, that's how good the podcast is. Yeah. So he got it. But a lot of the other podcasts that I listen to, is they have two hosts. Mm-hmm. Two hosts or three hosts or, or multiple hosts. And co-host because it's just a different dynamic. You get a different vibe. You know, some people could agree with Reg, some people agree with me. So you might agree with us both, or you like the dynamic of a male's point of view or a female's point of view about certain things. You know, so I don't. Have you seen the video of Jermaine Dupri talking about female rappers? I didn't like it. I didn't watch that yet. I didn't click on it. I saw the I little like headline. It. I give you a brief synopsis. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't like it. He was like, they was asking him who is his favorite female rapper. Do you like Cardi? Do you like um, Megan? Do he like? Nikki, he mm-hmm. like, nah, they really talking about the same things and talking about their private areas and blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? We're not going to talk about these dudes talking about the track? Mm-hmm. All of them, all of them talking about the track, right? Multiple, people with multiple women. Don't be a hypocrite. I don't have no problem with Jermaine Dupree saying about the female rappers because there's a lot of them that talk about that, but I listen to a lot of them that don't. And if you and if you feel that way, find some that don't talk about it and assign them or help them come up or something. Don't just be so laid don't, back. I, I, I just don't like when people bash other people. Like, He's like we talked like about this rapper, a while a while ago on I don't know what episode, but basically we were saying like if you don't like something or somebody's music or how they play or whatever the case may be, just keep those negative comments to yourself because it's somebody. Or many people out there that like that person that you don't like, and mm-hmm. and based on your name and your credibility, some people who never heard of that person won't or even people give them a chance. won't even give them a chance because Correct. you, th- this celebrity mm-hmm. or this star or somebody that someone looks up to, oh, they said this, so I, I shouldn't listen to it. It's not even worth it. That's like I just don't like that. Yeah, but I thought he also should have put some onus on the consumer too. It's not the it's not the artist's fault. You got to think, Cardi said it in one of her videos she just released. She was like, when I put Be Careful, when she talked about Offset and stuff, mm-hmm. and cheating and stuff, she was like, people was like, no, this is not what we listen to you for. We want the ratchet, da, 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 da. So you have to hold the consumers accountable too, you know? They want to listen to certain things. If you tired of listening to it, then listen to artists that don't talk about it. But it's cat. That's cat because it's a lot of female artists that's dope. That that's not necessarily all their content. But you also, if you're going to hold the female rappers accountable of talking about the same things, hold these male rappers accountable. Because I tell you, no lie, 
My little sister played three different songs by three different rappers, and they all sound the same, and they all was talking about the same thing. She had to tell me. I said, oh, that's little baby. She said, no, that's so-and-so. I said, oh, that's so-and-so. She said, no, that's little baby. Oh, that's so-and-so. No, that's so-and-so. I'm like, oh, okay. You got little baby, the baby. They it's all, so- you know, and, and these artists are talented. Don't get me wrong. I, do, I like the baby and little baby. I do like their music. Um, I'm not like a fan like my little sister. She's 13. They're like the Jay-Z and, and Big. They're like they, they love them them artists. Them little kids love them artists. But what I'm saying is, Jermaine Dupri or anybody in that type of realm, hold the dudes accountable too. Why the female rappers? Why we got to go through, we like I rap, but why the female rappers got to go through so much? Oh, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. But these dudes are honestly talking about the same thing in every song. Mm-hmm. These dudes are multi-millionaires, but they're talking about they still in a trap, right? These are multi-millionaires and talking about they still do X, Y, and Z. That's illegal. And we know you don't do it because, come on now, like, hold both people accountable, females and male rappers, you know? Because all the songs we hear on the radio, they sound the same. And it's not just the female rappers, it's the male rappers, too. I just didn't like it. It was just like, oh, females. That, she asked a question, so I'm not mad at that, but I'm just saying it goes both ways because I'm telling you, these all these new rappers are talking about the same thing, the jury, the the money, the, all that. Okay, we get it. Okay, you trap. Okay, we know. Okay. That's why I like J. Cole. I, I like substance rap, but I also like the rap that gets you hype. Yeah, I like this you, you get in certain moods where you want to hear certain types of music. That's all it we is. We talked about this before, oh, yeah. so like, don't be putting these guys in the categories of greatness right but that is that's no knock on them because they're great in their craft just like the j cole is great in this guy and the kendricks and the, and all them they're great in their craft but don't try to merge the two or compare the two because it's not a comparison when i listen to j cole i get something out of it i get some substance out of it i can relate to it in, in a sense when i listen to these other guys i really can't relate to it I only can relate to it from what i see in my community you know so yeah when you're talking about the trapping and all that i see it in my community but i don't see it in the way that you're promoting it I see it in a real negative way. And I wish if you know you're going to talk about this type of stuff, tell these kids the truth. You know, don't just talk about, oh, you trap, you trap, you trap. You don't trap. That's number one. And and number two is illegal to be doing these things. And you can go to jail for a long time right away from your family, your kids. You're losing money. You're losing opportunity. You're losing your mental capacity. You're losing your mental health. All this. You know, so if you're going to talk about certain things in your music, you need to be held accountable. Yes, the women need to be held accountable for certain things they talk about. Yes. And the men need to be held accountable, too. You, but don't if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. Yes, I listen to City Girls, but I also listen to podcasts about uplifting women. I know it's a balance, you know? I'm not listening to the music to get any substance out of it. I listen to it to get hype, you know? And I'm not diving that deep into it because I know as a woman you shouldn't be doing certain things that they're saying in the music. But I also know it's for entertainment purposes, you know? Yeah, so guys... Like we always say, don't don't be so quick to judge people. Don't bash them. Don't bring them down before like letting other people have their own opinion. Like like we always say, everyone has their own opinion on everything. So even though we may not agree or we may disagree or we may agree on certain things, just let the individual choose if they like that person or not. Everybody has their preferences and everybody is not the same for a reason. So... Just stop bashing people and let everybody choose what and who they like. Um, Before we get back, let's get back to sports real quick. Venus Williams was beat, I think it was last week, by the 15-year-old Coco. Ah, I I don't want to. I don't want to butcher her last name. Yeah, I really don't. But y'all know Miss Coco. 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 Um, Sister. What you think about her? I saw a couple highlights. 
It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to see that. It's like, my bad, before ahead. you start. It's like the future and the present. Correct. That's exactly what I was going to say. And it's also, also I was going to say, it's amazing to see that the impact that the Williams sisters had on the sport of tennis, you you can see it in her. Like, she's just so proud and just so happy to be on the stage. And she worked hard and she's an amazing player, you know? And it's just like, you never know what your path or what your career uh goal is going to be you never know who's going to impact when the Williams sisters started in Compton they didn't think oh okay we're, we're playing tennis but we don't they didn't know that the impact they're going to have on uh African-American young girls you know it's you know it's now as young girls that want to play tennis they want to learn about tennis they want to get involved in tennis and, that, and that's just an amazing thing to see it's not all about basketball or football or the main sports that African-American children we're just brought up doing because we don't always have the resources to play these different sports so it was amazing to see a young black girl play tennis, be successful, but also be so respectful and so humble uh, about beating one of her 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 idols. You know, it, that's just your life in such a, a young lady way. But going full circle, like, wow, I, I was able to work so hard, get to this point, see my idol play against her, win against her. But she's proud of me. And it was because of her that I was able to take these steps and she'll never have to go through the ridicule that the Williams sister had to go through as they were coming up in the tennis world. And you can tell she's so thankful for that. And she's so well spoken and she's so well mannered. And it's just an amazing thing to see um, an African-American young girl just succeed. And, and it's nice to see that overall, instead of seeing all the other stuff that they try to show us black women doing on reality TV, this is what your young girls need to see, you know? Yeah, it's crazy when idols become your rivals. Um, yes. Shout out to Rick Ross. That was on his, one of his songs. Uh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, shout out to Coco. Um, we just wanted to shed some light on that. That's because awesome. That's just awesome. As a 15-year-old, and also being black and playing against, like we said, your idol and beating your idol, that's big time. Um, so shout out to Coco. And before we go any further, shout out to one of our very first interviews, Davon. He was, he's been playing on the Warriors he's Summer League team. Cook. Um, so I just wanted to mention him because he's 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 forever a playmaker now since he's joined yes, the show. Yes. Um, and so, be on the lookout; he will sign to an NBA team. Oh, we heard yeah. here first on the Playmaker podcast. He, so, he's been cooking. Yeah. So Shout check out him out because um, he's been doing this thing on both ends of the of the floor, defense and offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll be signed. I'm sure he will. Um, before we, you got a playmaker? I, if you don't, I do. Yeah. No problem. Got anything else before we say the playmaker? Um, no, I think I'm pretty good. Alrighty, so we haven't had a playmaker of the week. Uh, what has it been two weeks now? Yeah, I think so too. So our last playmaker of the week was Stacy. Um, formerly worked at Christina Sex Academy. She's now going on to Columbia University. Um, if you want to find out more about her, she's still on our website, which is in our bio on our uh, social media pages. So check her out, see what's going on with her. Um, but this week we do have a playmaker of the week and, uh, I went to college with, with this guy and I've been seeing, I've been seeing that he's been doing very well with his photography, uh, business. Um, my guy, Kenan, you're the playmaker of the week this week. Um, and I picked you because I see, I've been seeing your work and it's, you've been doing very well. Um, and recently he just went to like a like a concert or a show on his own dime 
brought his camera out, started taking pictures. It was a bunch of stars there. Um, you got Lee Mazin, a um, bunch of different artists. And he took a picture of Lee Mazin and she posted it on her page. And then he ended up, he was able to work with her in a like professional, personal photo shoot. Wow. So, Kenan, I, I, I salute you for, you know, going out on a limb and just going to that concert without anybody wanting you to be there or, or like invited you there. You went on, you bought your camera. And you did your work, and it, it showed how well you do. Because Lee Mason, if you don't know, she's from Philly. She's uh, she's just she's a star in her own right, and I think it's pretty big time when you you were able to do that. Correct, and and that's what it is about. You know, putting yourself out there. And you know, there's no handouts. Nobody's gonna give you any handouts. So for him to say, "All right, I'm gonna go to this thing. I'm a, I'm gonna take my camera. I'm gonna take pictures." And I'm going to post them. And I'm, and I'm going to wait for the feedback. And he was able to get feedback. And then you get the feedback. You be able to link with Lee Mason. She's dope. She's a super dope Philly artist. You know, so shout out to... That's just awesome. And that's motivation right there that stop sitting around and waiting for somebody to give you the opportunity. All right, I'm, I'm going to pay for it myself because I know in the long run it's going to help me. So the amount of money he probably paid for the flight or whatever he did, he he got a contact with Lee Mason. You never know what that'll link to, you know? If it went good, the photo shoot went good. Now she's like, oh, yeah, I work with Kenneth. But now you are plugged in to multiple different avenues of, of, of revenue. And, and it's all because you took out the time to work on your craft. And you took out the time to want to better yourself and say, all right, I want to do this photography thing. I want it to blow up or I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my money up where my mouth is. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go to this concert. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to put it on one of the biggest social media sites. Instagram, this is where you can show your work and you was able to able to get in contact with Lee and that's awesome. So shout out to you. Yeah, so word of advice for anybody out there who wants to be great at anything. If you're a podcaster, if you're a photographer, if you're a basketball player, mm -hmm. go to these camps, go out on your own, bet on yourself basically and sure. and perfect your craft. Go like Kenan did, he went to that concert, he was just taking pictures. Mm -hmm. You never know which picture is going to be that one that blows up and is your opportunity to take that next step in your career. Correct. Podcasting, we can either go on, I know they have podcasts and tours, they have live uh, podcasting events, they Correct. have networking events. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we will go to those and you never know who we will meet or you will meet because Correct. one person, you talking to one person, they may have a connection if it's not them, and they can connect you to somebody else who Correct. fits yep. your area of expertise or whatever yep. it may be. Mm -hmm. So just go to basketball, sports. Go to these sports camps um, and showcase your talent. Somebody may like you. It may be worth one person, but that one person may be the right person. Correct. So uh, just word of advice, go out, bet on yourself, and reap the benefits. Because if you, you're confident in your own work, somebody else will be confident in your work as well. And that's my little word of advice. I don't know if that got right, get right. I don't know if that goes along with that. But you killed it. Um, you got to get right? I do. So um, I know a lot of people out there are entrepreneurs, and I see a lot of people trying to fast track it. Like, oh, I just want to quit my job, and I want to pursue my dreams. Well, um, you might want to just make sure you're doing it in the smartest capacity that you can. Um, and you have to be mindful and you have to be smart and you have to have a plan so a lady that i follow named ernestine johnson morrison she is 
a actress, a poet, a motivational speaker, uh, a business owner. She she does everything. She's she's awesome. Shout out to uh, Miss Ernestine Johnson Morrison. Um, she said you have to have an exit strategy. An exit strategy, which she did. She knew she wanted to act, right? So you say, all right, I want to act full time. How can I put myself in the best position to act full time? Okay, I have to have at least six months of my expenses paid for, just in case so I want to go in these these acting places. I want to act. I have to have six months of expenses. You know what? So I have to work. I have to get clientele. I have to get revenue. She was working in stores, getting her money up. She didn't just say, oh, I'm going to quit my job today and go be an entrepreneur. She put the work in. So I know a lot of people out there, you you want to you, you be done with the nine to five. Okay. It's a dream of us, of us all to be working for ourselves and putting our families in positions and stop generational, uh, all that. We know we all want it, but you have to be smart about it. You can't just up and quit your job today and start being an entrepreneur. It just doesn't work like that. You just have to be smart and you have to be diligent in your research and, and in your in your life to know that, okay, I may can't quit my job right now, but if I start working overtime and all right, okay, I have a strategic plan. So if I work overtime Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's an extra this amount of money. I put that up. You look up and you have six months or seven months of your expenses paid for. Okay, now is not bad for you to say, okay, let me go part-time at work. And get my business off the ground. Okay, you bought the space for the business. Okay, okay, I got seven, eight months of revenue saved up. All right, I'm going to put my two weeks in for my job. But that's a whole plan, you know. So just be mindful, guys. I know you want to speed track everything. If it's not entrepreneurship, if it's anything you want to do in life, you want to speed track. Oh, I want to I want to work out and I want to lose weight. You want to speed track it. But just take your time because the end result is going to benefit you longer if you just took the right steps. If you try to fast forward, you done missed so many lessons that when you get to the end, you're confused. Okay, I quit my job yesterday. Okay, I bought the place for the for the business. Oh, wait, I don't have anybody to work. Well, I don't have the equipment, you know, because you fast track and you miss steps in between. So, guys, you always have to have an exit strategy in anything you do because you just want to make sure you're making the right decision and you're being smart about all the decisions that you make. So, guys, go on Miss Ernestine Johnson Morrison's page. She's awesome. She'll give you, she has a whole video of explaining how she did it. How it was successful for her. You may not have to follow the same steps, but you have to have a plan, guys. You just can't quit your job and just be like done with it because you still have to live and you still have bills and responsibilities. So that'll be my play record of the week. Just be just be cautious, guys. It's gonna you're gonna reach your end goal, but you can't skip, you can't jump over things to get to it. You just have to stay the course and continue to work hard, and you'll get everything you deserve if you just stay the course. Because if you start trying to, okay, I'm going to duck this, I'm going to dodge this, you don't miss so many lessons that you get to the end and you're like, okay, so like, okay, I don't have no money saved up. Okay, I don't have this. I don't have the help. I didn't do the research. I don't have the <laughs> the, the team behind me, you know? So just be mindful of that, that all the decisions that you make are for your family and to benefit your family and yourself. So just be smart about that. And that was our Get Right segment. As Keith said... Entrepreneurship is not easy. No. It's a process and don't try to rush it. No. Um, but before we go, we always want to shout out the Alumni League. We want to For shout sure. out Fan Favorite League. Yep. Um, you play in the Fan Favorite League. Yes. I play in the Alumni yep. League. How's it going real quick? Listen, a brief synopsis. <laughs> game one, out of shape. Horrible. <laughs> uh, game two, cool. Game three, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Yes. The shape, the 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 wind gonna get back because I be trying to play. I don't really be trying to come out that much, but the wind gonna come back. But it's fun. It's so fun to see players that I played with in high school. It's fun. It's no, it don't matter what level you at. I'm washed still, but in my head I'm nasty. So that's all that matters. 
Yeah, and I missed both games last week. Well, this past week because I was away in Jamaica, and it was it was killing me softly. But uh, and last night's game Thursday night we played Trent High mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rivalry, and um, I wasn't able to make it. We we actually lost that game. Um, but I'm, I'll be back next week. Um, so I can't wait to get back at it. Yeah. Uh, get back on the court, play play with my guys, and uh, pause if needed. Sorry, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, just shout out to alumni league in France and and Khalid. Shout out to fan favorite league and yep. Keisha. Um, we just appreciate what you're doing for the community in all realms of life. And uh, if y'all see Keisha Banner, I mean, if y'all see her her thing up in train, go ahead and take a picture and billboard, tag her. Billboard, billboard, billboard. Go ahead and tag her in it, cause. She could have put the the billboard anywhere she wanted, you know. So she she out here, but she chose to put it in her community so she can inspire her people, and that's awesome. So shout out to fan favorite, shout out to France leader, and um, we are proud of you guys, and we're so thankful that you guys are doing this for the community, and and you, excuse me, you always had a supporter to playmaker podcast. Billboard alert. Um, <laughs> but again, guys, before we let you go, don't forget follow us on all our social media mm-hmm. accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, our what. Oh, yeah, I changed it. Reg underscore the playmaker. Yeah, and I'm Keita underscore the playmaker. And then our one page where it's the playmaker podcast. Correct. That's the main page, I guess you can say. Yeah, if that um, if anytime, if you want us to promote anything that yeah. you have, just send it to the playmaker podcast DM and, um, and let us know. We'll definitely love to uh, have a segment or have a, a little commercial type of thing for you to support you, shout you out. Um, we're not trying to break the bank, so it's all love, it's all support. Um, just let us know. Yeah, and don't forget to visit our website. Correct. www.theplaymakerpodcast.com. Correct. Uh, you can get all our previous episodes on there, previous Playmakers of the Week. Yep. And you also can submit your Playmaker of the Week. I know yep. you guys have been struggling with this a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a tad. But, um, just visit the site. But every episode, we're just going to give you a little nudge. Just a reminder. Um, but you also can DM DM us your Playmaker of the Week um, or do it through the website. And um, we really appreciate that. We appreciate all your support, your feedback, your comments. Um, also, check out our YouTube page. We'll do, be doing more videos soon. So just follow us everywhere and just... Keep showing that support that you have been doing. Um, and also, we may, there's an opportunity to be on a, get our episodes played on a radio show. I won't get a name just yet because if it doesn't work out, I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want you guys bashing them. But it's pretty <laughs> concrete right now. But um, yeah, look so out we, for that. Yeah, be on the lookout for us to and, link up with some other podcasters in our area. And if you are a local podcaster or anything like that, we would love to link up and, and, and discuss different topics. Uh, you know, me and Rage, our podcast currently is known about sports, but we do talk about other topics. So we would love to link up with somebody else. If, you, if your podcast is about healthy lifestyle, whatever, we just really want to link up and, and just support anybody that's trying to do the same thing we're trying to do. Yeah, so guys, it's been real. This is episode 15, the mm. Vince Carter edition. Vince. He needs to retire. But, uh... <laughs> It's been real. Until next week, guys, this is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm Reggie Coleman. I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas. Peace. Peace. Yeah.
I'm a creative, so let me create. Nothing's promised, so I'm awake. Thinking all the things for granted that it.